Welcome to Raising the New Earth podcast. I'm your host, Noah Dory, an artist, holistic nutritionist, and a mother, here to share my experience and engage in new perspectives in health, food, nature, consciousness, and spirituality. Together, we'll be exploring our bio-spiritual connection with motherhood and Mother Earth. Take a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Raising the New Earth podcast. I'm your host, Noah Dory, and today we are going to talk about the heart, as this is Valentine's Day, and we're going to talk about how the heart chakra, from a chakra medicine standpoint, is related to um, our body and our soulmate connection. Uh, we're also going to talk about the spirituality behind love and what it is really about. So year after year, I see um, misconception about what Valentine's Day is about. And, and some people feel even more lonely if they don't have um, a partner to share Valentine's Day. So I'm here to uh, burst the bubble a little bit and just talk about what it means um, to be in alignment with your heart chakra. So we... There is a quote from um, Rabbi Hillel, and the quote, this is a translation from Hebrew, but the quote says, if I'm not for myself, who am I? If I'm not for myself, what am I? So it's important to recognize that we really need to be both, not just for me and not just for others. And in the heart, we have the integration of the two, and we have the recognition of the heart self. And when we truly love ourselves, and I'm not talking about the narcissistic way, but when we truly love ourselves, our immune system is actually at rest. When we don't love ourselves, that could lead to a misalignment of the heart chakra and along with other things. Obviously, it's not that simple, but along with other things and other issues, it could lead to breast cancer, which is an organ that's related to the heart chakra. So we're going to talk about all, all of that and more. Um, Dr. Hammer from uh, German New Medicine calls it a conflict. What conflict do you have in your body that is manifesting um, in your body? Um, Dr. Hammer is has done a lot of studies around especially cancer patients. So if you want to look into his work, you're more than welcome to. But we're going to approach this from... Uh, Kabbalah and and chakra medicine standpoint. And so love is really the suspension of the immune system. I love you because you are me. And the moment I love you, my immune system is getting a rest. My immune system is at ease, right? And so we need to teach people and we need to teach ourselves to wake up to the self of the heart. Be creative. You see here, I have my keyboard here. Um, I'm also an artist. I have to keep that creativity alive. This is the outlet and the harmonious expression of my heart. And also we need to create that harmony between the female and the male aspects within ourselves, right? We talked about it before in previous episode, the femininity and the masculinity vessels within us. So when energy rises in the heart chakra, but immediately we feel that is being taken away. You just have to notice that this is the third chakra, the attention getter, the ego 
that takes that away. And, and this is when we talk about the solar plexus chakra. So you need to be aware that there is no blockages in the heart chakra, because if there is, then we may see um, the glands that are responsible for creating the hormones that are misaligned as well. So we know that the heart chakra is associated with uh, the circularity system, the thymus gland, um, the heart, of course, and the lungs. So in that center, there's compassion, there's love, there's group consciousness and spirituality. And because it governs the heart, the lungs, and the thymus immunity, blood and circulation, it is about love. And when we are in alignment with that energy center, that chakra, that heart chakra, we will notice that we're more compassionate towards ourselves and others. We will notice that we're more friendly and we will notice that we're actually in harmonious relationships within us and uh, around us. The heart chakra, when it's misaligned, it will be, it, it is, we see the correlation between misalignment of the heart chakra to heart diseases, diseases of the immune system, like we said before, breast cancer, uh, and other problems related to immune system, allergies, and so on and so forth. We also see chronic fatigue, uh, myalgia of all sorts. And we have to notice that there's three stages from the ego self, which is, you know, if your heart chakra is, 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 if we can break down the heart chakra into three stages, we will see the ego self to the place we want to be to another step, which is the third step. So the ego self and the heart chakra is all about possessive romance jealousy, um, a feeling of loss, grief, and hurt, right? This is the ego. This is really the third chakra trying to take over the heart chakra. And then in the middle, we will have a creative transformation of some sort. So we are no longer obsessed about someone or something, but rather we are seeking a creative outlet to be that vessel for our true divine love. And then uh, if we aspire for one more step, we will see a universal love. So you'll see some kind of a connection between a heart chakra to the crown chakra. There's going to be a lot of compassion coming from you. You will feel that radiating from your heart chakra, leading to a universal love. So the heart chakra is one of the five pillars of health that is connected to immunity. Within the immunity, we see the kidney, we see the me, not me, blood, heart chakra, like we mentioned, and the thymus gland. So to go back a little bit, we have five pillars of health. We have um, regeneration, oxidation, immunity, assimilation, and elimination. So like we said before, the heart chakra is a huge part of the immunity pillar. And so we want to make sure that it's always aligned. And we want to make sure that what we're feeling is really our heart and not our ego that is trying to take over. Within the heart chakra, like we said before, we feel that romance, universal love, which is inside, right? And then on the other hand, when it's misaligned or blocked, for some reason, trapped traumas, misconception of how we see the world, uh, imprints that were left um, with 
inside of us by previous relationships, then you will see a feeling of loss, grief, hurt, and jealousy. So this is what we see on the outside. Another one that is connected to the immunity, immunity pillar is the throat chakra. And both the throat and the heart chakra are connected to the fire season, which I thought is really interesting to see. So I know that everybody is looking for love, but I always feel that when we don't love ourselves, again, not in a narcissistic way, but when we don't find that love for ourselves within ourselves, it's going to be very, very hard for us to find that lasting love relationship that really fulfills us. And Kabbalah teaches, however, that we do not find or look for love, but rather we create love. And it, it breaks down 12 steps to long lasting relationships that I thought, you know, I will share with you. So the first step in the process is a continuous process. So once you find the relationship that your heart desires, this is where the work begins. And a true spiritual relationship is a continuous process of growth for both of you, right? We often see relationships that started in, you know, in someone's 20s and no longer work in their 40s. Why? It's because one of the they they grew apart. We say they grew apart, but really it's the spiritual growth that has been um, that has been so substantial for one of the partners and not so much for the other. And so there is a de there needs to be a desire to keep pushing yourself to transform yourself and to elevate the relationship continuously, which takes work. So that will be the first step. The second step is to look beyond that 1% illusion of the five senses. And so we know in spirituality that there are two realities, the 1% realm, this is the material world, the physical world, but we also have the 99% dimension, which is beyond our five senses, which is what's hidden from us. So when we meet someone that we're interested in dating, we're immediately attracted to the 1%, right? We're attracted to what's on the outside. But at some point, that attraction may diminish. And this is where you need to do the work. So when you do find someone, you need to make sure that that it's not just the 1%, but it's also there is a faith and the, the legs of this table are so solid that nothing will break it. So there needs to be almost like a mutual... Uh, elevation of consciousness to begin with that will give you both the room to grow even more, if that makes sense. The third steps is don't limit, right? We, I think we we have all been in situations where we say, I'm going to only be in a relationship with someone who is X, Y, Z. But I encourage you not to limit yourself to such a list because this is how we close ourselves off from the possibilities of what the divine and the light wants us to give. So, you know, throw away that list, but be open to all options because you don't know where your true love and soulmate is going to come from. The fourth step is higher spiritual goal. So even before entering a relationship, it is important to know what your purpose is in this world, what your mission statement is. And if your mission statement contradicts the person uh, that of the person that you're interested in 
it may be a good sign not to start their relationship. It may be a good sign that this is not the relationship uh, that you can grow with. The fifth one is balance. So we've all been there, the honeymoon stage. We can't sleep. We can't eat butterflies. Nah, 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 nah. But guess what? This is a sign that you're not... Um, that you that you haven't you haven't passed the test yet right once the butterflies are done and once you have settled in with that person you have to be engaging in a spiritual relationship so if your you know if your spirituality is meditating try to see if the other person is into meditating if he or she is not have them seek a different type of faith because faith is what's going to keep your relationship not only stable but it's going to elevate you as well so there needs to be um, there needs to be a spirituality involved in your relationship after the honeymoon phase phases out. The sixth one is there is no time, there is no space, there is no motion. Um, really, we need to understand that your opinion is a byproduct of each person working towards their own higher spiritual goal. And it has nothing to do with the amount of time that you spend together. So there, and, and, and so there's no void when you're apart because you feel your connection beyond time, space, and motion where truly it is the consciousness of the relationship that is that glue. So this is an indication that you are in the right relationship because you want to be together all the time, but you don't have to be because it's the real one. No time, no space, no motion. The seventh one is no expectations or contradictions. The only condition ever for a relationship is that there is a movement toward the light, both individually as and as a unit. And the moment we have expectation from our partner, we, we lose control, right? So that the condition that we place on our partner is always coming from our ego and it's it stifles the growth of our relationship it is the ego that wants things to be a certain way and when we're focusing on our expectations focusing only on the me 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 this is an indication that we're not connected to the heart chakra we are this is the ego that we talked about before that is taking over so be aware of that the expectation the condition i will only love him or her if ba 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 I need him to be blah, 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 blah. That's not divinity speaking. This is the ego speaking. The eighth one is no entitlement. Having the mentality of I deserve indicates that you want something for nothing. However, I would also use that opportunity to say that I had a chance to, to really take a rest from dating and say, I'd rather be alone than to for another mediocre relationship. And so I did say to myself, I deserve the best relationship, but it's also because I have been in the process of dating the wrong guys. I've been in the process of, you know, at some point you see a pattern, you're dating the same person, just a different face, if that makes sense. So at that point, you do have to pause and say, wait, what am I bringing into my life? And what do I need to start bringing into my life? So once you recognize a pattern, you have to you have to change it, meditate on what it is that you truly truly want, connect back to your heart chakra, and bring about what you feel that your heart seeks, what you feel that you deserve. 
right? So there's two ways of taking it. Another step is connection that is not based on filling each other's lacks. So I always look at relationship as two circles. And then in the middle, we have, you know, one circle combined. How I forgot how it's called. I, you know, we studied about it in math classes, but I forgot. Anyways, you will have that two individual circles, but with one circle created in, in, in the middle. So we are learning that in spirituality, we know that the only one that can truly fill up our cup is the light, never another person. The concept of you complete me is so detrimental to a true spiritual relationship because when we take away the opportunity of the other person to transform by trying to do the work or fix things for them, we are really taking away their opportunity for growth and we're really taking away the actual value of relationship. Number 10 is I am the cause, not the effect or not the victim. What does that mean? Um, When we try to list in our heads everything the other person has done wrong, it only starts um, the ego taking over instead of us taking responsibility for our own lives. When we see something that's wrong in our partner, this is really us that did something wrong because we stopped investing energy in ourselves and in a relationship that started investing, uh, that started investing instead in being a victim, right? We don't wanna be a victim. We don't wanna have a victim mentality Someone did this to me, they did it, he did it, she did it, he's doing this, he's doing that, it makes me feel. But instead, we want to be the cause. So instead of blaming, try to think about how can I create uh, unity as opposed to trigger separation? What can I work on on myself more? Why is it triggering me right now? What is this? telling me that I need to work on it. And that, again, I'm not talking about abusive relationship by all means. Uh, no, 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 no. Obviously I'm talking about normal relationship where someone is truly in love. There's mutual respect for one another. But once you start putting, you know, a cause and you're starting behaving like a victim, again, not from an abusive standpoint, but from, you know, I don't know. He's out every night. What am I doing now? This is a victim mentality. So you want to bring the light back into your relationship. Number 11 is always be giving. Um, Spirituality teaches us that giving actually fulfills us. And so by giving, we are receiving. And that's the, the name Kabbalah means to receive or receiving. So if you remember how it felt good when you did the perfect act of sharing for another person, that pleasure is greater than the pleasure of receiving. And in a spiritual relationship, we need to give for no reason. Just like the light, just like divinity giving us, gifting us for no reason. We got to check in with ourselves to see if we're giving only because we want something in return or we're giving for the pleasure of giving. And number 12 and the last one is physical relationships are always the effect, never the cause. So physical intimacy between two people in a relationship is important. However, I would add it has to always be a result of the spiritual connection and the higher goal of the couple. A spiritual relationship never will never grow out of just a physical connection. You will know that you are allowing the physical connection to be the cause of your relationship 
when you always feel like something is missing. When in actuality, that fulfillment comes from the consciousness, not the physicality of the connection. So to summarize, it all comes down to consciousness, right? The ground of all being is consciousness. Deepak Chopra talks about it. My mentor and professor, Dr. Amit Goswami talks about it. This is the, 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 the ground of all being. This is consciousness. And so we need to look at relationship as a vehicle that will allow us to take our true selves, our divinity to that next level. And we have to remember that relationships are a tool for growth and transformation. So ask yourself why you were put together with that other person. Is it for your growth? Is it a lasting relationship? Is it a lesson that you need to learn and, and then move on? What is it teaching you? And how, through this relationship, you can change not just yourself and make that spiritual growth, but to actually make a difference in the world together. Um, and we're going to close by, by wishing you um, a soulmate connection not just with another person, but first and foremost with yourself. Once you recognize that integration within the heart, then you will have the you will have the heart self not only survive but actually thrive to bring about everything that you desire in life. So that's all I had for you today. If you have any questions, feel free to reach us. Uh, on all podcast platforms or email us at raising the new earth podcast at gmail.com and happy valentine's day i'll see you next time bye hope you guys enjoy this conversation and this episode don't forget to sign up to my new 360 wellness course on my website naturallynaw.com forward slash courses and receive 15 percent coupon code when you mention raising the new earth podcast sending you love and light until next time